everyone, and welcome back to the Just Friends podcast. In the life of a Christian, there can be a lot of confusion concerning friendships with the opposite gender. You may find yourself asking questions like, is it appropriate for just the two of us to grab a cup of coffee? Or how specific is too specific in sharing what I've been struggling with? Or does my friendship need to dissolve now that my friend is dating someone else? These are just a few of the questions this podcast will seek to answer in exploring how to have purposeful, Christ-centered friendships as we seek to make the most of the friend zone. For those who are new to the podcast, my name is Kenzie, and in today's final episode in this series, we will recap some important takeaways from other episodes this season and think about how to move forward with maintaining and pursuing meaningful friendships with the opposite gender. Like I mentioned, today is the very last episode of the Just Friends podcast. I am honestly in awe of how fast this series has gone, and I'm very thankful just for the feedback that I've gotten and for the incredible people I've had the opportunity to interview and even for the ways that I've been able to personally grow in my own friendships this semester. And so since this is the last episode, I thought it would be helpful if we reviewed what we've talked about so far. So not only are we gonna review what we've talked about, but we're also going to discuss how what we talk about should impact how we're pursuing and maintaining our friendships. In fact, a friend of mine told me one time that if you say you know something, um, you know that's true by the way you allow it to impact your life. So for example, I can say, I know this chair, will hold me if I sit in it. But if I never actually sit in it, then that just kind of demonstrates that I don't actually believe that's true. And so I don't want us to just have more knowledge, but I want us to discuss how to apply this knowledge and how to let it affect our lives in a way that is helpful. To review um, the conversations we've had previously, I'm gonna divide the previous episodes into three categories. So we've talked about a particular mindset we should have when approaching guy-girl friendships. That's the first category. The second category is we have discussed practical ways to approach guy-girl friendships and then how to respond to them, how to respond to outcomes of them. And so first let's talk about how to think about guy-girl friendships. If you'll remember, In our first two episodes, we discussed perception and we discussed this family metaphor in scripture. So in order to rightly approach guy-girl friendships, we need to examine our perceptions of ourselves and our perceptions of others. We need to make sure that we are not approaching our friendships with an agenda that seeks to fill something that is lacking within ourselves. So for example, it is unfair of me if I have a wrongful perception of myself, if I am a very insecure person, it is wrong for me to seek guy friends in order to fill that security. And in the same way, we need to have rightful perceptions of others. And so we can't expect people um, to fill voids that only the Lord can. Can't expect them to meet needs that isn't their responsibility to meet. If you all remember in the second episode with Chris Smith, he talked a lot about the familial metaphor found in scripture. 
when approaching guy-girl friendships, we need to, in some ways, change the language um, from friends and into family. And I realize that may sound kind of corny, but if you'll remember from that episode, what Chris talks a lot about is the emphasis scripture places on us being brothers and sisters with one another. And so when approaching friendships, we need to approach that guy or that girl with eyes that see them as brothers and sisters and an intentionality that comes in approaching a family member. This should affect the way we think about one another because um, if we're thinking about one another in terms of my brother and my sister and my family, the hope is that we would be a lot quicker to show grace, a lot quicker to be intentional, a lot quicker um, to pray, a lot quicker to actually talk and listen and serve. And so when thinking about that first category of our minds and our thinking, we should first reorient ourselves to the reality of what these friendships mean. And we're not just building friendships that last while we're at college or in the workplace or in school. We're building friendships that will last for eternity. And so we must first switch our mindset to view one another in those terms. Going into the second category, we talked about actions, how to exactly pursue these friendships. So we've gotten our mind right. Now what do we do? The first thing that we do is we talk. <laughs> we talk to people. We talk to our friends. It is unhelpful in having biblical guy-girl friendships and having um, familial relationships. It is unhelpful to not talk to one another. And so we have to talk to people of the opposite gender. And while that sounds pretty obvious, it's not always an easy thing to do and it's not always an obvious thing, but we do need to have meaningful conversations. And we don't even have to have meaningful conversations. We can have very um, basic conversations because even in just asking someone, how was your day? And then saying good, and that being the end of it, that in and of itself shows intentionality and care. And so the first thing we need to do in acting in our friendships is to talk to one another, ask good questions, ask intentional questions, but also ask wise questions. The second thing we need to do is listen. So not only do we need to talk, um, but we also need to listen to what our friends are telling us and then follow up with them and show that you care for them in the way that you're willing to listen to what they have to say. And then also within this acting, we talked about how we need to be mindful of our verbal and our nonverbal communication. So not all communication is talking and listening, but it's also nonverbal messages that we send. And so we need to be mindful in our speaking of, are we saying things that are helpful for this friend to know? Are we saying things that are wise for this friend to know? Am I in a posture that demonstrates that I'm listening and that I care? There are things within nonverbal communication that we need to be mindful of that depend, you know, from friend to friend, but it's still something that we need to think about um, in order to care well for our friends. And then lastly, our third category is how to respond, how to respond to certain outcomes of these friendships. So in friendships, there is bound to be strife. Um, we are broken. 
and sinful human beings that should be no new news to anyone and as such um, we are going to sin against one another we're going to hurt one another and so how do we reconcile how do we repair that friendship sometimes reconciliation doesn't mean things go straight back to normal a lot of times when we're sinned against or when we sin against others forgiveness can take place but then boundaries are set and walls are put up um, and trust is lost and so within friendships, within biblical guy-girl friendships, when reconciliation takes place, it should be pursued and it needs to be pursued. And we should not shy away from it. But we also need to be mindful that a lot of times that friendship needs to be rebuilt in a new way. And it doesn't mean it's not worth rebuilding. It just means that it takes time and intentionality. And then in the same way, it's very common that friends or at least one of the friends may develop feelings for the other and that is probably one of my favorite episodes honestly because um, Alex and Amber do a great job at describing what to do in that situation and how to respond in such a way that shows care for that person but also directness and what your intentions are in the relationship but in the same way when feelings occur in a friendship that's nothing to be ashamed of we just have to be mindful that we are responding to them in such a way that brings honor and care to our friend um, and in such a way that demonstrates maturity and dignity within ourselves. So in light of that, I want to share scripture from Philippians 2 as we close. Philippians 2, starting in verse 1, says, So if there's any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also the interests of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. I want to end this podcast with this scripture because it gives such timely exhortations that are applicable in this context and in many more. The writer says, to complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. So you see this exhortation towards unity, to be of the same mind, to have the same love, to be in full accord and of one mind. And then he goes on to say, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, count others as more significant than yourself. If we applied this in our daily life, if each day we were reminded that Christ did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking on the form of a servant and being born in the likeness of men. And then it goes on to say, he became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. If that is the example that Christ gave, and that is the example that we are meant to follow, then biblical guy-girl friendships and friendships in general um, should not be difficult to cultivate if we're continuously counting the other person 
as more significant than ourselves and looking to their interest and not just our own. Let's count our friends as more significant than ourselves. If we disagree with them, that's okay. We can still love them. If they have different interests than we do, that's okay. We can still consider theirs. So let's move forward in, in, in following the example of humility and sacrifice that our Lord left. And in doing that, cultivating deeper, more authentic biblical guy-girl friendships. Well, there you have it. Thank you so much for listening to the Just Friends podcast. This is the final episode of the season, so if you haven't listened to the other episodes, now is your chance to catch up. And in order not to lose track, be sure to subscribe on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. You can also check us out on thejustfriendsblog.com or follow us on Instagram at thejustfriends underscore podcast.